You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Thank you, Brother Steve. This is Brother Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're going to be blessed as you listen today. Go with me now into a live service. I didn't even know I was going to say all these things, but I'm enjoying it. David inquired of the Lord, shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he, the Lord answered him, pursue. Put it in drive and go for it, son. For thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail recover all. So David went, he and the 600 men that were with him, and came to the brook Beeser, where those that were left behind stayed. I could preach an hour on that. But David pursued. You see, if you're not moving, then you're behind. Because the river of God is always moving. You get mad at what maybe Pastor Parsley preaches or another minister and say, well, I'm not going to that church. I'm just going to stay out for four weeks. But when you come back, you can't get into the flow where you left it because the river's always moving. Are you listening to me? And I refuse to be behind in my faith. Someone said, have you ever been offended? Yes, but I kept on going. Amen. Someone said, did anybody ever say something that made you mad? Yes, but I didn't leave what I was doing. Someone said to me the other day, don't you get sick and tired of a particular situation? I I said, I do, but I'm still going to preach Jesus. Hallelujah. Because my faith is not based on another man's experience. My faith is based on the bedrock foundation of the Word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pursue. Everybody say pursue. Hallelujah. But David, verse 10, pursued he and 400 men. Went from 600 to 400. For 200 abode behind which were so faint that they could not go over the brook Besor. And they found an Egyptian. Egypt speaks of the world, of Pharaoh, of Satan, slavery, chains, shackles, working like a dog, but all the money going to the treasure cities, Exodus said, of Pithom and Ramses. And they suffered, but the more they were afflicted, the more they multiplied and grew. Are you hearing me? It wouldn't hurt the church in America to come under a little bit of beating once in a while, where the world turns on you and proves what you've got on the inside of you. Are you listening to me? I've had people chase me down in restaurants lately, full of demon spirits and want to interrupt my lunch and I just simply say in the name of Jesus and they fall on the ground. The waitresses ran in the kitchen and I saw one girl crying. I said, what's wrong? She said, I don't know. I've never seen what's happening. What's happening? I said, I'll tell you what's happening. The Holy Ghost came in here to eat lunch. Hallelujah. And the devil doesn't like it. If you're a Methodist, you can leave now. Amen. It's 835. Hallelujah. They found an Egyptian in the field. Brought him to David and gave him bread and he did eat and they made him drink water. They even gave him a piece of cake. 
of figs with Brother Shambach in New York City. And he's casting devils out in this medium. She baked him a pie. And she said she put poison in it. She came and she said, it's filled with poison. He said, good. Once I pray and bless it, it'll be all right. And that great man of God prayed over it and he ate it. Oh, he said, my favorite, custard pie. He said, go ahead, Brother Shelter. I said, no, you go right ahead. That's for you. <laughs> I'm talking about a faith that's not intimidated by the devil. David said unto him, verse 14, or 13, To whom belongest thou, and whence art thou? And he said, I'm a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite. My master left me because three days ago I fell sick. We made an invasion upon the south of the Cherethites and upon the coast which belongeth to Judah and upon the south of Caleb, and we burned Ziklag with fire. This Egyptian was there when the wives and children were taken, Brother Kevin, and when the devil thought he had everything in order. God brings a message from a man who is a part of the destruction. In this last move of God, you're going to see people that everybody thought was of the world. And they're going to come into the house of God and reveal the plans of the enemy. And God's going to use them for restoration. Are you hearing me? I still believe there's people getting saved no one else would save. Are you hearing me? I believe God's going to save folks you wouldn't save. Hallelujah. God's going to get a hold of people that we have already counted out and said they're done. But you watch. It'll happen. I said it'll happen. Some of the so-called great and mighty and some that are down and low, they're going to start coming into the house of God and they're going to give up on the devil's plans and they're going to reveal that your God that says pursue is greater than our God that destroys. Are you hearing me? The devil is a destroyer, but our God is a savior. The devil is the one that wants to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Your God is a delivering God. Come on, say amen. And we're still here. You you smell the smoke, you see the embers, and your ziklag is burned to the ground, but we're still here. The devil can't take you out. The devil can't destroy you. No matter how bad you may feel in the most hour of your greatest trial, in the hour of your greatest opposition, in the hour that the devil says it's over, the smoke only says that there's fire, but I'm still here. Somebody shout, I'm still here. The embers are glowing and the smoke is blowing and the smell of destruction is all around you, but you need to declare, I'm still here. Why? Because I'm seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. I've already been blessed with all spiritual blessings. Oh, hallelujah. And the devil is under my feet. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Somebody shout, I'm still here. Woo! Verse 18, and David recovered all, all that the Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued his two wives, and there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great. 
neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they had taken to them. David recovered all. Let me tell you something. America is in the greatest place of provision we've ever seen. Some of you have believed the lie of the devil and you have alphabet disease. CBS, NBC, ABC, FOX, and all the rest of them. But not me. Someone said there's a recession. But the economists in Harvard say there's not. You have to have two quarters in a row of negative growth and we've not had it. What you're seeing is a one world government working to set themselves up to rule the world but it doesn't make any difference what their plans are. We have a seed in our hand and a Christ in our heart and we're going to be alright. Somebody say I'm still here. Somebody say I'm still here. Somebody say I'm still here. If I got to eat peanut butter and jelly, I'm still here. Oh, hallelujah, because my faith is not based on my diet. Somebody say, I'm still here. And if you believe the lie of the devil, you will lack. But the seed in your hand today is the guaranteed harvest of tomorrow. God does not determine your next financial harvest, but you do by what you sow today. Are you hearing me? As a man sows, he's also going to reap. Are you listening to me? The apostle Paul understood it. He said he gives seed to the sower. I had someone come and say, I don't have anything to give. I said, shh, don't tell it. They said, but I don't have anything to give tonight, Brother Shuttlesworth. I said, shh, don't tell it. It means you're not a sower. God gives seed to the sower. Three things happen after you give God an offering. Number one, he gives seed to the sower. Number two, he multiplies the seed sown. Not the seed that you keep, but the seed that you sow gets multiplied. And thirdly, he gives the increase of the fruit of your righteousness. Are you hearing me? If you're not having increase, it's because you're not doing what God said to do. Don't blame the pastor. Don't blame the preacher. Don't blame your mama. Don't blame your daddy. Don't blame anybody. But take it in your spirit and say, I'm going to recover all. The devil thought he had me but I'm taking back everything the devil stole from me. I'm getting my family back. Some of you have unsaved children and unsaved parents and unsaved brothers and sisters but you need to begin to declare tonight, I'm recovering all. I'm still here. I'm recovering all. I'm still here. I'm recovering all. I'm still here. The devil can't have my son. The devil can't have my daughter. He can't have my parents. He can't have my children. I'm going to recover all. Somebody say, I'm still here. David recovered all. God gets blamed for things he never did. Did you hear me? God gets blamed for things he never did. About two years ago, do you remember an earthquake hit Haiti? My good friend, Pastor Rich Wilkerson, had called me in November. He said, I feel the Holy Ghost wants you to come preach on this particular Sunday. We didn't realize that was the weekend of the earthquake, but the Holy Ghost did. And I said, Pastor, I'd be honored to come down to Miami and preach. And his church is in what they call Little Haiti, off of uh, 95 there near Miami Gardens, you know where it's at. And I'd say at least a thousand of his people are Haitians and people from other islands and from Miami. 
That weekend, the earthquake struck. Some so-called religious people got on the television and said that was God killing those Haitian people because of voodoo. But what that dear heart didn't know was under this administration, they put voodoo out and they broke the power of voodoo off. And it is illegal to practice voodoo publicly in Haiti, even to this night. But here's this religious person. One thing I can't stand is a religious devil because it blames God for things God doesn't do. And this person said on national TV, God sent the earthquake to judge voodoo. But the first 12 people that died in Haiti were preachers in a prayer meeting. The building collapsed on them. God's not killing his preachers. Thank God. I'll shout all night on that myself. <laughs> Pastor Rich called me. said, I just did the two morning services. I know you're coming for tonight, but he said, if ever I preached a funeral service, I preached two funeral services this morning. It was heavy. People are hurting. I said, I understand that. I said, but you know, you're a great pastor and you love your people. But God told us to do this meeting tonight. I'm going to come over an hour early and pray, and we're going to believe God. And I went over. I kept my word, and I got in the back room. I started praying. I said, Lord, give me a word for these people. He said to me, I don't even know if anyone will come. It's so tragic. We can't get information out of the island or in the island. And Rich is a great pastor. He loves his people. But I know sometimes in my spirit when I'm supposed to be somewhere. Sometimes I go, and it's not what I would call a spiritual assignment. Other times, it's an assignment from heaven. And I know that, and I believe that. Now let this get in your spirit. You feel the Holy Ghost coming on you now. He's going to impart something to you that will change the way you think if you'll receive it. I started praying. And when I started praying, I heard the Lord say these words. I'm not the one that kills Haitian people. I'm the one that saves and heals the Haitian people. I heard it twice, and I knew I had a word from God. I went out. I love all music. The music here, tremendous since I was last year. I love worship, praise. But that night, I didn't know you could strum a guitar that slow. I mean, they were not in the anointing. They were all feeling the heaviness of the moment. And the key in the time of trouble is to not let the devil steal your praise. And I was saying, Lord... These precious people, help them to quickly get off the platform. And as soon as they said, Brother Shuttlesworth is coming, I ran to the platform. I took the mic and I said the words God gave me in the back room. God is not killing the Haitian people, but God is the one saving and healing the Haitian people. And for the first time in my ministry, my wife will tell you, the people stood on their feet and began to cheer. Some had been to Brother Parsley's camp meeting. Somebody had a whistle and was blowing a whistle. And they started cheering and blowing whistles. And as they did, you could feel the heaviness come off the auditorium like a bird in flight. And the people all jumped on their feet and began to praise God. Everybody do this. This is what I told them next. Draw a square in front of your face. Do it again. Everybody draw that square in front of your face. 
face. Now draw a line right down the middle. Everything that is good on this side is God. James chapter 1, every good gift and every perfect gift cometh down from the Father of lights in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. But on this side, everything that is evil, everything that is destructive, every sickness, every disease, every disaster, everything that hurts the people, that is of the devil. Are you hearing me? And when I got that into the hearts of the people, they did not sit down. They began to cheer and they began to shout. And the thing that was interesting, they didn't know who would come, but the main floor was full. The overflow was full. The foyer had people until the fire marshal had to shut the building. No more could come in. And when I gave the altar call, I said, this is only for you that are from Haiti that don't go to this church and you've never asked Jesus in your heart as a say as your Savior. And here they came, over 400 strong, gave their hearts to Christ and were saved. I said, wait, this is only for you that don't attend this church and you've never been saved before. And even more came than the first person I prayed for, a girl named Wendy. She was deaf. They took her eardrum out of her ear in Haiti when she was a girl. But in just a few moments' time, Jesus gave her hearing out of an eardrum that had no, uh, an ear that had no eardrum. Either God recreated it or she was hearing without it, but God is on the move. Somebody shout, I'm still here. Somebody shout, I'm still here. Come on, shout, I'm still here. What the devil meant for evil, God will turn it around and bring a greater good in your life. The devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. And a young Haitian girl back to my left grabbed her blind mom and started jerking her down the aisle. And on that main floor of Pastor Rich's church, there's poles. And she smacked her mama right into the pole. Her mom was blind. She's excited. And her mama's going for the ride. She said, come on, mama. I don't speak that French patois they speak. But she kept saying, my mare, my mare, which means my mother, I think. And she came up and she said, my mare, she's blind. She's blind. And we laid our hands on her and Jesus opened her eyes perfectly and all the junk that was on her eyes ran off two brown eyes staring back at me she said you're a white man I said you got it hallelujah that's what I'm talking about he's Jesus for the whole world he's not Jesus that'll kill you he's not Jesus that'll hurt you he's not Jesus that wants to take you out he's Jesus that will heal you help you strengthen you lift you Perform a miracle in your life. Woo! Everybody draw that sheet of paper again. Draw a line right down the middle. Say everything that is good is God. Say everything that is evil, destructive, comes from the devil. Oh, get it in your spirit as you sit here right now. I felt it going into you. Some of you have been going through some things and you thought God was allowing it for some greater good, but I'm here to tell you that God wants you to recover all. He wants you to get back everything the devil has stolen from you. You may smell the smoke. You may smell the embers, brother, but thank God we're still here. Hallelujah. We're not going anywhere. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking 
for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ. Our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world. And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in. And by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us. 